Goodbye to Fitzy and friends. What's up everybody, Ty Rivera here. This video is completely unsponsored. It is not officially an unbothered by Ty Rivera. I'm gonna try to keep it under 15 minutes and just let you guys know where I'm at and why it is I'm saying this about this particular show. There's a show in Las Vegas called Fitzy and Friends. It's run by a guy named Sean Fitzsimmons, who I have been friendly with up until recently. Even until me posting this, he might think that we're friendly, but I guess he didn't realize that I was going to catch wind of what it is he's trying to do behind the scenes. And I've decided that people can do this with me if they want to, but I'm not under any obligation to keep this a secret for you. I don't have to make sure that the public doesn't know what it is you all are trying to get away with. The way for me to reference this is a couple of weeks ago, I posted on Facebook and I also talked here on my podcast about the fact that I had had a booker tell me that I was welcomed at his show anytime, except for when he has people on that I don't get along with or I've had beef with, which made no sense to me at all because the person that he was talking about was a person that had performed the night before. So it was like, did you think I was going to go back in time and do this? But I will also mention that Fitzy has made no such like don't be around to a comedian by the name of Alex Ansel, which if you're not familiar with Alex Ansel, I'm sure the general public doesn't know this, but he lives with the convicted child sex predator. And that was a bit of a scandal on the local scene. And a lot of people were upset because every time you pay Alex Ansel or you as an audience member pay to see Alex Ansel, otherwise known as Kool-Aid, you are helping a child sex predator pay their mortgage. So some people had a problem with that, but it mostly stayed between the comics. I mention this because this is a person that none of the people that are complaining about me being on shows, which would be Trix, Jocelyn Sharp, who Jocelyn Sharp happens to be headlining Fitzy and Friends tonight. So when you see this, uh, Jocelyn Sharp is the headliner for tonight. I'm sure she's going to go read her latest set because that's what it always sounds like when she performs. It's like she's reading. Jocelyn is very remedial. I've been nice to her in the past, but when it comes to straight up comedy, she's doing versions of Amy Schumer and Whitney Cummings and not only not original, also sounds like she's reading all the time. But anyway, uh, Jocelyn Sharp Gooch, Brandon Gooch Han from Comp 92.3 that I've mentioned before that assaulted me out of nowhere. Um, he also is cool with being on shows with Kool-Aid and has never asked that Kool-Aid not be on a show. And then there's also Trix, who has his own predatory past and I'm sure is just trying to stay all the way away from the word predator so that nobody calls him out about his past behaviors, which I discussed on my podcast about him, which I'll put right there for you guys to see if you want to check that out. But anyway... So Fitzy has this conversation with me uh, and then I like process it and then I talk about it on my podcast and a couple days later I talked to him in person at the Dirty at 1230 at South Point. I initiated the conversation because I was like, look, here's the deal with me and here's what I'm trying to say. If I'm welcomed at your show, I'm welcomed at your show. If I'm not welcomed at your show, I'm not welcomed at your show. That's the way it works. I'm not going to think about who's there or I wouldn't. And I promised him, gave him my word, which I've given everybody my word on this because this just isn't the way I work. Like I told him I would never show up to your show knowing that there's somebody that I don't get along with on the show or somebody that really doesn't 
like me headlining. I mean, like, I just wouldn't do it. I'm just because, but you know, I'm not going to think about or look up online to see who's at the show on that particular night to see if I can go or not. The way I work is if one of my friends is on the show and hits me up and is like, Hey, do you want to stop in and come to the show? Then I'll show up at the show. I don't ask who else is going to be on the show. And I just know my friend has invited me. Sometimes it'll be a friend that's not on the show. This is just like, I'm going to go hang out at such and such. Do you want to go? And if I feel like going, then I'll go. Lately, I've been busy enough with editing and writing and doing the stuff that I have to do, hanging out with Bijou, that I don't really do a lot of hanging out lately. So it's weird to me because I didn't realize that there were actually a couple of people. I knew Trix was doing it. And I hadn't really suspected that Brandon Guchon was part of that, even though I guess I should have. But I, he's been trying to get me banned from places, which makes no sense to me because there's a lot of people I don't like. But I don't ask anybody to not work people, especially if I'm not there. What do I care? You know, I mean, like these people want me to not be at certain places even when they're not there, which I hadn't even realized that was part of the deal. So what I'm trying to get at is I was at Dirty at 1230. Fitzy happened to be there. And so I went ahead and called him over and I was like, what I was trying to explain is I'm either allowed or I'm not allowed. And it it doesn't work as far as, you know, like for me, I'm going to think about who's there. I would never do that. So if if that's what you're saying, then just let me know. And he was like, he let me know that Trix had reached out to him personally. Trix had called him on the week that he was supposed to be there, which is the week after Brandon Guchon has had assaulted me, battered me. Um, and he let him know, Trix let Fitzy know that he didn't want me to be there because he was worried that what happened with Gooch might happen again. And it's like Gooch attacked me out of nowhere. Let's be very clear about that. I, that wasn't like a mutual situation. I walked in. I had said nothing to Gooch. Gooch attacked me out of nowhere. So unless Trix was saying that he might attack me out of nowhere, I don't know what he meant by he was worried that it would happen again. So Fitzy tells me this and I tell him exactly that. I was like, yeah, I got attacked. And Fitzy's like sitting there and he's like, yeah, well, I didn't know that at the time. Like at the time, I just was listening to tricks. And so now I know a little bit more about everything. And so we had a good conversation. I told him. So what I would tell these other adults is if you can't be around when certain comics are in the room, then maybe you're not professional enough to do my show. And if it happens to be a headliner, you tell that headliner that you can easily have me headline it for you on that particular night because his audience absolutely loves me. And to give you a little bit more of the history with my situation with Fitzy, I was the first actual headliner to do his show when nobody even knew his show was a thing. It was like this like second or third week that I talked to him and he booked me for a particular week. He asked me if I would consider doing it and he could only pay like twenty five or thirty dollars at the time. And I agreed to do it. And I really helped him out. I went and did it. I fucking killed it. I mean, like I was completely professional. So I don't know where this comes from. But anyway, so I tell Fitzy this. We end up like, you know, exchanging pleasantries afterwards, had just a good conversation. We hugged at the end. And like my thing that I told him was just let me know if I'm not allowed. Well, he didn't let me know that. He didn't say you're not allowed. He was like, I think you're a good guy, whatever. I just try to do what's best for the room and whatever, whatever. And, you know, saying all this stuff. And so it's like, OK, cool. So like I felt like I heard him. I felt like he heard me. We're all good. Right. Then 
a friend of mine hits me up and he's like, I'm going to be doing this show on this particular day at Artifice, which is where Fitzy does his show, Fitzy and Friends. And he was like, I was wondering if you would headline it and so or be on it is what he said. And so I was like, yeah, of course I'll be on it. You know, since I had just talked to Fitzy and I knew we didn't have a problem, there was no, like, you know, because he told me that, you know, he always wanted me to feel welcome. Like that's something he said in the conversation and that, you know, his audience loves me. Like there's certain people that go that like got to know me because I've done it a couple of times now for him. And for a while there, he was even talking to me about just having a regular night where I would show up, you know, and so we talked about that for a minute, too. So I didn't get the feeling at all that he didn't want me on his show or that I wasn't allowed. I felt like he understood what it was I was saying, because that's what I would tell any newer comic like, you know, because Fitzy is a newer comic. And I know he wasn't physically intimidated by Trix and Gooch or Jocelyn Sharp. He was an ex-UFC fighter or MMA fighter. He does yoga now. He's very much in shape, you know, so it's not like he was physically intimidated by these people. And it's not like he's getting physically intimidated by me while I'm talking to him. So he's let me know that he always wants me to feel welcome there. So when I get asked to do his show, you know, to do the show that my friend is running on that particular night at his spot... I figure that's okay. Well, it turns out that on the other end, after I had already agreed to it, Fitzy was giving a hard time and kept saying that he just couldn't have me on the show and he needed to replace me with different people. And it was like, well, then my friend just like gave up on the show and was like, all right, well, then I just won't do it because my friend's very firm in what he wants and what he wants to do. And there's no reason that I shouldn't be on that particular show or in that particular venue. I've never had a problem in that particular venue. And most places I have never had a problem. You know, that's one of the things that's bothering me about this is all, all of this. I have to keep saying that I behave professionally because other people aren't behaving professionally. Like, you know, when it comes to Gooch, Tricks. Brandon, or excuse me, I almost said Gooch's name again, which is Brandon Hahn from Comp 92.3. But, uh, you know, Jocelyn Sharp, none of these people have ever had a problem with me personally, really. I mean, like, we've never had any, like, real run-in or whatever. Tricks tried to steal my joke. I called that out. That's something you call out in comedy. People got mad at me about it like I had done something wrong, but really... Now I realize that it's because everybody else is derivative of so many people that they feel like they could get called out. And that's really the way I feel about all of these people in these situations. You know, so to have these people trying to be sneaky about it and pretending like they're not doing what they're doing. Jocelyn Sharp, I just saw her the other week when... I went to do, I think I went to do a guest set for Butch Bradley, or maybe I went to go pick up salsa from Carla, you know, and it, like, you know, which this is not sponsored by Carla Salsa, just to, but you should eat Carla's homemade salsa, just so you guys know. This is my own, not sponsored in any way. No sponsors have to worry about their name being associated with this, but yes, I do eat Carla's homemade salsa all the time. So, but anyway, um, so the thing is, when it comes to, link in the description. <laughs> But anyway, so when it comes to the situation with Jocelyn Sharp, when I saw her, I said nothing to her, negative or positive. The night that Gooch attacked me, Jocelyn walked in halfway through while he was pulling his childish antics. And she was like, oh, my God. Typical white woman shit. Oh, my God, Brandon, what's going on? What's going on? She, so she pulls that. Then they're both in the green room at a point. Then he comes back out to torment me again. Who knows? Maybe she was serving as his hype man at that point, like after she found out. Because, you know, Jocelyn is mad at me because I called her out 
for not being on the up and up when she pretends to be super like, you know, about liberal causes and people of color and LGBT, which she's not really bisexual and she claims to be a black woman. But all of this is neither here nor she's also Native American. All of this is neither here nor there. She presents as a white woman. Anyway, uh, all of this is neither here nor there. I'm just trying to say that I don't know why anybody thinks it's going to be effective to try to make it so I can't perform because there will always be places that I can perform. I can go to any room and get stage time. You know, like when it comes to the open mics and stuff like that, there are certain rooms that I choose not to do. But really, as far as if I really want to go to even some of the rooms that I'm told that I'm not supposed to go to, understand that I could go over your heads and I could just go to the management or the owner and tell them what it is you're trying to do right now. And they're certainly not going to be on board with that. Understand also that two shows have ended up shutting down. And I wasn't responsible personally for them shutting down. The bad decisions made by these people is what ended up shutting their shows down. The fact that these people can't understand the difference between business and personal which is why I'm telling you in the near future, Fitzy and friends will no longer be a thing. And just like I said, and I give you guys my word, I will not have anything to do with that. The fact that Fitzy doesn't understand how business works and thinks it's about who he wants to be popular with, while at the same time trying to work for me, because when I was doing Thunderbird, Fitzy asked me specifically if he could come out and do it with me and he wanted me to watch him or he was going to send me a video. And so I personally showed up to watch him do a set. So I'm cool enough that not only will I hear you out when you want to be on something that I'm on, even though I know you're a newer comic, which isn't an insult. It's just what it is. Fitzy is a newer comic. So even though I know he's a newer comic, I showed up on a particular night specifically to watch him perform so that he could possibly work with me because he reached out to me because he wanted to work with me. So now, instead of just being like, that's none of my business, which is what I was trying to get at when I said for all the newer comics, the way that you handle that, if Trix, Gooch, Jocelyn Sharp, or anybody else comes to you, if you want to handle that the smart way, the business way, what you tell them is, you guys are all adults, that's between you. It has nothing to do with me. I will book who's best for my show. And that's the way I handle my booking. If you have a problem with that, then that's just going to have to be your problem. And these people may try to shut you down, but then you just come on my podcast and we'll talk all about it and we'll air them out completely. We'll include any text messages you may have, any voice notes that you may have recorded, Anything that pertains to making sure that these people get exposed for what it is they're trying to do, because really there's no reason for what they're trying to do. Like I said, they're willing to overlook and forget about people that have done much worse than me calling out tricks for being a joke thief, which I tried to talk to him about. I tried to talk to the owner of the club we were at about, and I tried to talk to several of his friends, including Gooch, about during that time, like I tried to make sure that that all stayed personal because I didn't want to be caught up in any kind of drama. But once you put my back against the wall, then it's either I have to give you my joke or I have to call you out publicly. 
And I think we all know which choice I made. Anyway, that's where I'm at. And just so everybody knows, when it comes to me and Fitzy, there's no reason for us to talk. There's nothing for us to talk about. He has my number. If he wants to chat, I guess he could chat about it. But really, I don't really know what's to talk about. I thought we had all this straightened out on that Friday at the Dirty at 1230. And then I come to find out that he really does have a problem with me being on his show. And he just didn't want to tell me person to person. So... I found out anyway, just like I find out everything else. I will go into Jocelyn Sharp at some point if I decide she's worth it. I don't know. I don't feel like Jocelyn Sharp is really worth it. She gets a lot of credit for being the only female comic that's really active on the Vegas scene, but she's not very good. And yeah, she travels a bit, but you can travel being mediocre. Trust me, I've seen enough of it to know. So I don't see her as anything. And I don't really know that I want to ruin her life because she's always complaining that she's fragile and whatever else. Like she would, she's got social anxiety. Just everything's wrong with Jocelyn Sharp. Well, then stop playing dirty behind the scenes. If you really are what you say you are, you're that fragile and you really can't handle anything, then stop being dirty on the sneaks because people that are really whatever it is you pretend to be, they're not doing dirty stuff behind the scenes, Jaws. That's just the way it works. And if you want, I can do a full video about you. I'll dedicate the whole hour to nothing but trashing you. But I'd really rather we all just get back to doing stand-up and stay out of people's way. Because if you've noticed, I really haven't been trying to stop anybody from doing anything. I've been working out. I've been watching my dog. I've been writing. I've been working. So it's not like I'm putting in the same effort you guys are into making sure that I can't get up places. If you guys really want to play that game, I guess I can do that for you. Just let me know, though, because shows will continue shutting down. And people will continue losing opportunities. And that won't be on me. That'll be on you guys. Because you guys are the ones that are forcing my hand in this way. So, everybody keep me posted. This has been Tyra Vera, the absolute best LGBTQ comedian in the world. Please.